The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello there and welcome to episode 233. I hope that you're doing very well today. If you are struggling with OCD or anxiety, then you can get a free session with me. To get that, you can head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can use my Calendly to book yourself that uh, free session or you can actually send me a message there as well, depending on what you uh, would like to do. Um Now, in today's podcast, um, I'm going to be talking about uh, the problem of blame and regret in OCD. And this is something that so many people uh, experience. Uh, Unfortunately, it's almost as if suffering with OCD is kind of not enough on its own and we we feel the necessity to to kind of uh, to beat ourselves up for experiencing it as well and this generally just kind of compounds the OCD so this is a really important area something that if you think that you're you're doing it's something that ideally you really want to try to address so today I'll be talking about that and what you can start to, to do about it. Um, as always, if you find the podcast helpful, it would be great if you could follow and like on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. And if you could uh, also subscribe on uh, any podcast app that you might be using, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, it really does help the podcast as well. So many thanks, guys. If you have any questions, uh, then do please let me know. And I hope you enjoy. <music> So many people with OCD tend to blame themselves for their experience of it, almost as if the challenge of OCD is not enough on its own. We have to blame ourselves for it too. And, um, you know, we we often tend to look back over the months and years that we might have been, uh, you know, struggling uh, with OCD with a sense of loss and regret, like we truly missed out on life. Now, whilst this might at times have some truth to it, it's only a kind of partial truth. And in reality, the, the regret that we so often hold on to is actually stopping us from being able to enjoy the present and actually move on from OCD. Uh, like this, the, the kind of past informs the present and the present keeps returning to the past. We can easily wind up in an unending story of missed opportunity and self-loathing. Here's a a quote from Great Expectations by Charles Dickens. There was a long hard time when I kept far from me the remembrance of what I had thrown away when I was quite ignorant of its worth. The sentiment he is expressing is the fight to not think about our regrets or missed opportunities. However, in this quote, he speaks of an ignorance of the worth of the thing he threw away. Oftentimes, the sad truth about OCD is that 
It's the absolute opposite of this. We know full well what we might be missing out on, but we sometimes feel unable to do anything about it. When really lost in the throes of OCD, it can be hard to enjoy the simple things in life. Depending on what your theme or themes might be, you may find it harder to socialize than before. You may feel more uptight and less on the same level as other people. You may be stuck at home or, you know, struggle with daily chores. Uh, You may have to forego a relationship, job offer or other experience as you feel overwhelmed by the obsessions and the anxiety. All of these things can provide a huge uh, knock to your self-esteem and sense of self-worth. Certainly when I was in my teens and 20s struggling with OCD, I often, uh, you know, got lost in a huge sense of regret and what I was missing out on. Weren't these supposed to be the best days of my life? And here I was struggling with these completely bizarre thoughts uh, that surely nobody else was experiencing. And, you know, I was barely able to pay attention to conversations around me and for, forever, you know, riding the, the, the storm of the ups and downs of, of the anxiety that OCD produces. Um, and they certainly were not in any way the best days of my life, but rather, you know, the most challenging. I felt a huge sense of frustration both at myself and the universe for my predicament. It was simply not fair that I was struggling in this way. And, you know, was I actually always going to be like this? And with each year that went past, I would grow more despondent with the sense of loss. All these people around me uh, actually seemed so happy and fulfilled. And, you know, maybe that wasn't as true as it seemed. But, you know, here I was constantly in the OCD grinder. It certainly didn't help that at this stage in my life, I didn't even know that I had OCD 20 years ago. And, you know, that really does make me uh, feel pretty old when I say that. uh, There simply wasn't much information out there about it. Even if someone had told me I had OCD, I wouldn't have believed them as all I knew about it back then was that it was something to do with contamination and hand washing. Um, I'm not actually sure, you know, the the term pure O, uh, which is something that I've mostly suffered uh, with myself along with uh, sensory motor and a few other things. I'm not even sure that that term pure O had actually been coined at this point. And, you know, my understanding... Uh, was that, you know, OCD uh, was something that not many people struggled with. And if if you did have OCD, it would be obvious that you had it. You know, I wasn't aware of the kind of uh, the, the mental side to, to OCD. So not understanding what the problem was or why I might be experiencing it, I simply turned it on myself. I felt like it was my fault. Like I was deeply... Uh, and clearly broken and inferior in some way. And this is why I was experiencing this. Um, You know, this is what I actually internalized. And when we internalize something in this way, we, we kind of look to our environment for evidence to support it. Now, of course... Um, given the struggles I was going through, there was no shortage of evidence. And, you know, and, and like this, it's easy to kind of get stuck. The blame and regret that we experience is a symptom of our stuckness. We tend to believe that we should be able to do more, should be stronger 
more resourceful. And this leads down the pathway of trying to problem solve our way out of OCD. A fruitless battle, if ever there, there was one. The antidote then to all of this is actually self-compassion and acceptance. When we acknowledge that despite our hard work and determination to fix the OCD, we are still stuck, we can actually open up to something new, something that nods to uh, a bigger picture. Self-compassion is to reflect honestly on our predicament, to recognize that perhaps we've been a little too hard on ourselves. Well, (laughs) I think that's a, a massive understatement there. Uh, and to refocus our efforts on the acceptance of imperfection. Contrary to how it may seem on the face of it, this isn't giving up quite the opposite. It's opening up to life in a way that it needs to be lived. Our struggles with OCD reflect a kind of objective reality back to us, which when we're actually willing to pay attention to, um, helps us to live more in line with ourselves and the way that things are. Our demand for perfection and certainty, no matter where it stems from, is not in line with the way of the world. The more we struggle against this fact, the more stuck we get and the more regret, frustration and shame that we begin to feel. Self-compassion allows us to open up ourselves um, in, a, in a new and different way. We, we are able to see more clearly when we're actually being harsh and unfair on ourselves or, you know, when our uh, expectations are out of keeping with how things are. It also helps us to see more clearly the inner critic that lurks underneath all of this focus on perfectionism. You can think of the inner critic as the voice of OCD. It's the part of you that hates mistakes shrinks away from uncertainty and demands that you jump through even higher flaming loops. Um, And if you get burnt in the process, then, you know, it has absolutely no sympathy for you. It's, you know, not um, out to get you per se. In, In fact, you know, what it's actually trying to do, this inner critic, is to protect you, to protect your self-esteem because it doesn't want you to to make mistakes. But this is done, um, you know, with with detriment of everything else. You know, self-esteem isn't a bad thing. But if we become unbalanced and too focused on it, then it can lead us astray. Self-compassion can help with all of this. And when practiced on a regular basis, it can help you to forgive yourself and to let go of the regrets and all of this self-loathing, which is probably getting uh, getting in the way of you really learning how to, to manage OCD more effectively. Um, when we do this, we start to accept ourselves and OCD on a deeper level and are able to tell ourselves a more helpful and realistic story. The realization that the regret is not serving you and that in fact it's holding you back can give you the impetus to get working with self-compassion. Remember that hope and change is always just around the corner. But by making small changes today, you may surprise yourself in the not too distant future. And keeping this focus not on the regrets, not on the things that didn't go right, not on all those years, uh, you know, that you may have spent struggling with OCD, um, you know, and, and feeling like you've wasted that time. If we tend to focus on that stuff, it's going to bring us down. It's going to make us feel depressed. It's going to make us uh, feel resentful. And, um, you know, and, and that is one of the worst states that we can get ourselves into. 
if we can more uh, regularly and purposefully actually focus on gratitude, focus on all the things that are going right and try to keep our, our attention on, you know, how can we make things better moving forward? Not on, you know, why weren't things better in the past? You know, obviously this approach is going to help you so much more and it's really, uh, you know, potentially going to help you to, to deal with your OCD uh, in the long term. So there we go, guys. That is it for today. I really hope that you found that one helpful. As always, if you uh, have any questions at all, if you want to discuss anything that I've talked about today, or if you uh, you know want to get in touch about the free session, then uh, please do. You're more than welcome. And many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.